Good morning. Before we get into the Bible Reading Plan podcast, I wanted to give a disclaimer that this podcast was recorded before the coronavirus pandemic. Since then, we have changed our rhythms of gathering, and any announcements during this podcast may be incorrect. So for any announcements or logistics mentioned in this podcast, please double check against the website, victorypoint.org. Thanks. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McConaughey, and I'm sitting here with Pam Dreyer. And we are on the last day of this week's readings. It's Saturday the 4th, and today we're going to be reading Matthew 21, verses 1 through 11. Uh, Before we do, just another reminder that April 24th is the annual Whitecaps game, Victory that Point. That would be the 26th. I'm sorry. Did I say 24th? That would be a Friday. Yes. It's not Friday the 24th. It's Sunday the 26th, right after the worship gathering. Yes. Where can people sign up? Um, at the welcome table um, okay. is a sign up. And the tickets, should, we should have the tickets soon if we haven't had haven't gotten them already. So, okay. Um, Do you know how much it costs? Mm, I don't remember. Somewhere between 10 and 15? Yes. Somewhere like yes. that? Yes. And kids under three are free. Do you have to pay up front? Yes. Okay. Yes. So like a check? Yes, check point. or cash. We take cash. Okay, yeah. check or cash. Yeah. And Sorry, just, no credit cards. Put their name, uh, they just put their name on the list and just and say, I want how many tickets they need. Okay, how yeah. many tickets they need. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, two years ago, we had an eating contest. Is yes. That right? We're not going to do that this year, no. are we? No. Because um, I feel like people are nearly hospitalized. From- <laughs> no. And you can only eat so many hot dogs and feel good. I yeah, mean, seriously. It's bad. It's or, or we don't want to encourage that kind of gluttony. No, that's just not good. But we will take an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yes. Just not to the point of yes. comp- competitive. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can only take it so far. Yep. It's true. Yes. Okay. Um, Matthew 21. Did Is this yours? I think this is mine. Okay, great. So, Pam, would you mind reading Matthew 21, verses 1 through 11? I'll do it. Here we go. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethpage, is that how you say that? Yep. Okay. At the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, And others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds went ahead of him, and that followed were shouting this, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. 
Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. All right. Thank you for reading that. So we're back at the, uh, you know, yesterday we talked a little bit about the Mount of mm-hmm. Olives. Mm-hmm. Something that grabbed me this time was, says, when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, who is this? So something that's, this is where geography and like uh, city planning maybe comes in. Mm-hmm. Jesus enters through the gate and where Jesus enters, it's towards the kind of the southern lower part of Jerusalem where the poor people lived. Okay. So um, Jerusalem was, you could kind of say it's divided in, into two main sections. You've got uh, the lower section where um, the poor people lived mm-hmm. in smaller houses, kind of stacked up on top of each other. Um, and then there was this road that went up to the temple, which was above that. And then above the temple were all the, like you'd say like suburbs or like uh, wealthy people. Mm-hmm. Lived up there. Okay. And Jesus enters through the lower gate mm-hmm. where everybody is just so excited that he's there. The, he's the the savior of the peop- people, like right. especially the poor people who, who want a savior, need a savior, mm-hmm. need the power to be overturned, need to need freedom from the oppressors. And the people way up on top of Jerusalem, the rich people are friends with the Romans. Right. They already kind of have, their king. Mm-hmm. They have their emperor fighting for them. And um, they're really scared because they've worked really hard to establish peace with the Romans, mm-hmm. especially the teachers of the law and the Pharisees. There was um, uh, the generation before, uh, a couple generations before Jesus, there was the Maccabean revolt where Jewish people rose up against Roman empire and fought. Uh, it was really uh, violent and bloody mm. and lost a lot of lives, lost a lot of Roman lives. Jewish people fought really hard and um, and held off the Romans for a long time. Mm. And the Rome um, couldn't stand it. And they said, and after they they defeated the Jews, they said, this will never happen again. Mm-hmm. And the people who remained in power, like the Jews who remained, were people who were complicit with the Roman Empire. We just say, don't worry, we'll, we'll keep the peace. Right. Um, you know, we, we worship God, but we, we can live at peace with both. Mm-hmm. And so it was there, the, the Romans were always looking to those people. Whenever someone would mm-hmm. rise up and say, is something going to happen again? And the Jewish leaders say, no, 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 nothing's going to happen. Don't worry. We got it. Yeah. And then they would turn around and be like, you guys keep it down. Right. Uh, the Romans are noticing. So Jesus comes in mm-hmm. and the people down below are so excited because they have a king. Yes. They're they're saying, This is our Messiah. He's gonna save us. While the people above are saying, No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. The Romans will kill us mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to portray the Pharisees as just being these evil people who are like, Oh, Jesus, we gotta get rid right, of him. Right. You know? Right. They were under extreme pressure mm-hmm. that if Jesus was raised any kind of anything that looked like a takeover, a, a coup, or mm-hmm. anything like that, mm-hmm. the Romans were going to come and slaughter everyone, right? Because they weren't going right. to put up with it. Yes. So it's it's understandable that uh, the Pharisees would be really um, 
really uh, suspicious mm-hmm. and cautious mm-hmm. and um, even try to stop Jesus mm-hmm. from taking his rise, and which explains mm-hmm. why you have the crowd shouting Hosanna. And then when Jesus is tried, he gets, everyone's shouting, crucify him. Yeah. Well, they were shouting, crucify him at the top. They right. chose to have his trial at the top of Jerusalem in a gated community, literally a gated community where only the rich people who were in the pocket of the Romans mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. All the poor people mm-hmm. were down below, kept mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. So when they shouted, crucify him, that was a different set of people who were shouting that. And they wanted to say, Jesus, we want to kill Jesus so that we can all mm-hmm. be saved. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, right. We, don't want, right. we don't want the Romans to come in and kill right. us. Anyway, that's what, that's what I'm thinking in this passage is this whole city was in turmoil. People, like, tension was really high and uh people were worried that if one thing went wrong um like the whole roman army could come in and just take them all out that's great insight didn't know all that so thanks for that anyway it's not necessarily helpful in uh identifying like what's god saying to me but um definitely like part of the historical background of this that can help us Mm -hmm. see the passage Mm -hmm. in a different way maybe yeah and understand it yeah what what did you think about this passage um what stuck out to me was where um, Jesus, he tells his disciples to go and get the colt and the donkey and um, told them what to do. And he said, if anybody like says anything to you, just say the Lord needs them. Hmm. Um, he could have said Jesus of Nazareth needs them or, but the Lord needs them. Hmm. It just how he just made it clear to them and whoever um, they were going to be seeing that, um, he's the Lord. So it just struck me that hmm. they use those words, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that, that part of it with, you know, find a donkey tied and colt with her, untie them and bring them to me. Um, Jesus talks elsewhere about how on the Sabbath you untie your donkey, you know, even, mm-hmm. and he's making a point to say, you can heal on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. The Sabbath is for releasing people from bondage. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't help but think about that when he says, untie the, the colt and the donkey, because that's what I'm here to do. Right. You know, right. I don't know. I've never seen that that way before. Right. And then, yeah, like the authority that Jesus has to be able to command his disciples to go do this and that. And the way will be open for them mm-hmm. because he's the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe that gives us some some cues on how to follow Jesus say, all right, whatever Jesus Mm -hmm. asked me to do, Mm -hmm. um, he's provided the way for that to happen. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to worry about it knowing, you know, step M I can just start with step a. Yeah. We've talked about that, like missional community discernment. Um, there's several people who are discerning starting a missional community right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and people who are leading missional communities, um, there's often active questions about what do we do next? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's tempting to go, well, if we do that, then it has to do that, and then that, mm-hmm. and, that, and, that right. and that, and that can't work out because of this. Right. And it's like, yeah, the disciples could have said that. They could have said, um, well, if we go to the place and the person is there who owns the donkeys, uh, he's not going to let them go. So let's let's figure out something else to do. Or maybe we can get... Maybe we could rent a donkey from a different place. Right. I, don't, I don't know exactly. how it works. I know, right. Or maybe, you know, we could figure something out for a different mode of transportation. Jeez, you can just walk. You'd probably go the same speed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, you walk everywhere else. We have to walk right. rent a donkey here. But to trust that whatever God, Jesus asks us to do, 
we can trust that he has, uh, you know, the next steps mm-hmm. kind of taken care of. Yeah. We don't have to worry right. about it making sense or following this right. carefully that out plan. We can just follow like a lamp to our feet. Yeah. Because that's what the disciples did. They went and did as Jesus directed them. No mm-hmm. questions asked. Did, did you know that donkeys don't like to walk on anything that they, I did the critter barn one time with mm-hmm. my kids and um, donkeys do not like to walk on anything that they can't see the ground. So when when those branches were down there and the cloaks were down there, that was a big, like, not something that a donkey would normally want. Really? To. Yeah. So it was very interesting how they, huh. yeah. I mean, if there's anything that's not like solid ground, they don't want to step on it. Oh, especially, yeah, it was, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was very interesting. I didn't know that before. (laughs) I'm just imagining Jesus being like, hey, no, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Leave your coats done. Don't you know about donkeys? (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to keep me from getting to Jerusalem? Maybe that's what was happening. Maybe they're really trying to keep Jesus out. Maybe, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And I didn't realize there was a donkey and a colt. Yeah. Before either, till hmm. I read, I don't know, I guess I just thought it was a donkey hmm. or the colt. I don't know. I just never really realized that. But I'm not very familiar with livestock. No? Yeah. Well, so. I was raised on a farm, but we didn't have any donkeys, just oh. pigs. So My uh, grandfather had a donkey. Really? Yeah. He he liked donkey because they have like uh, a cross on their backs. Yes, You know, do. the black cross. Mm-hmm. So uh, I forget what he named it, but huh. he thought it was a very spiritual animal. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks, guys, for uh, joining in this week's conversation around Bible reading plan with Pam and I. Yes. Uh, next week, do we have somebody for next week? I don't think we do yet. So uh, next week will be a surprise to me. <laughs> You'll probably get on that. Eventually. We'll get on that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but um, tune in next week. We'll have a special surprise guest. And we'll continue. Next week is a lot of readings because. Um, it's what a lot of people call Holy Week. It's the week right. before between Palm Sunday and Easter. Yes. It's got Maundy Thursday in there, Good Friday. Oh, another reminder, Maundy Thursday. Yes. So come for Maundy Thursday. Um, I know it's going to be during spring break for some of us. Yes. But um, those of us five? who are around are going to be there. I think it's seven. Is it seven? Check your e-news. Yeah. It's probably seven. We'll probably change the time between now and then. Right. Yeah. yeah, but it's good. Uh, checking news, and um, we'd love to have you join us for just a night of reflecting on scripture, a night of worship, um, confession, uh, just kind of dwelling in the story mm-hmm. is what I'm hoping. Cool. So, All you on spring break are just going to miss it. Yep, yeah, you have to you have to miss it. But if you're on spring break, tune into the podcast right. as a way of staying connected. Perfect. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. Thanks, Pam. You're welcome. Uh, really appreciate welcome. you joining me for My this pleasure. week's conversations. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm